today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. All right, six people shot in a shooting in St. Catharines Saturday night, Sunday morning. Uh, to give us an update on all of this, Phil Gavin is with us, Niagara Regional Police and on the line now. Phil, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Hi, Scott. How are you? I'm good. You? Not too bad. Thank you. So what happened this weekend in St. Catharines? So approximately, well, in the early morning hours of Sunday, so approximately 2.30 a.m., uh, our uniform officers from our St. Catharines, our one district office, they responded to our downtown core of St. Catharines, so uh, an area of St. Paul Street uh, near William Street. Uh, they responded there uh, to just in front of a nightclub uh, called Karma Nightclub for reports of shots being fired. Um, when they arrived on scene, they found uh, six people uh uh, four males and two females uh, suffering from gunshot wounds. Um, and so it was a very chaotic scene. Uh, we know through looking at some camera footage that uh, there's probably at least 100, 150 people were in, front of the, <clears throat> were in front of the nightclub when the incident occurred, and a lot of people scattered. And um, So we've had a, a very, uh, a very uh, in-depth investigation that's been ongoing since that time. Uh, what do you know about those that uh, are responsible for this? Any information you can give us there? Or first of all, let's start with the victims. How are the victims doing? My goodness. Well, so we, we did have so we did have two people that were transported to out of town hospital um, initially, and two were, or excuse me, four were treated locally. Uh, we're at this point we're not providing a lot of information about the victims because uh, the investigation is still ongoing, and out of abundance of safety and precaution for them, we still have uh, two uh, suspects out there. So it's we figure feel it's best for their safety not to provide too much information on them. But they they did receive treatment at hospitals. Um, in terms of the suspects, through combing through significant uh, video surveillance, we were able to identify uh, two persons that uh, met, a dispute occurred, um, and as a result there was an exchange of gunfire, um, which is certainly concerning. But, uh, but what we were able to identify is that one of the suspects, um, and certainly these, we have images of them, the suspect one, we can see, you can see this on our webpage, our social media, is a black male in his 20s, and he's wearing a blue North Face uh, jacket. Uh, North Face is visible brand on the front and the back. Uh, he's possibly got wearing a white hoodie and a, a dark pants and dark shoes uh, and a hat. Um, the ses- second, second suspect is also a black male. His, the image of him is not the best, um, but we do have some... Uh, uh, images of him running away, but he was wearing a uh, dark long sleeve shirt with lighter colored pants and dark running shoes. Uh, do you have any idea how this all got started? Uh, it, it happened very quickly. We don't know all the details. I mean, that's certainly part of the ongoing investigation. Um, the From the beginning of, of the shots being fired to the end of the shots being fired was was, was seconds, and people were fleeing the scene within seconds. Um, for all accounts, there was we're certainly trying to investigate whether these people were known to each other before or, or what it was, but there was a dispute and things uh, got violent from there. Uh, any idea how many how many guns were involved? How many shooters? Well, at this point, the investigation is suggesting that we have we have two suspects. Uh, so we had two people that were armed with firearms in the downtown core that. Uh, fired those firearms so both those people are wanted at this point um so i think that wow where that piece is. so it looked like from early investigation that some sort of altercation started and then continued with this would that be accurate 
Well, there was some dispute. We're still trying to figure out what that is. We're appealing to witnesses. Um, we know by looking at some video surveillance that we're, there was hundreds of people there. Yeah. And the sad reality is is not many of those people have come forward. Um, and so that's a challenge for us. Uh, we can look at video and we can piece this together, but we need to hear people and, and hear the information they have. So uh, there's certain our detectives are appealing to the public if they were there if they, and witnessed it, if they had video cameras that were running at the time. Everybody's got a cell phone nowadays mm. and taking pictures. Uh, certainly take a look at that footage. If you're a business in the area and you have closed-circuit camera, take a look at it. We have officers who are going to be out canvassing that area today, uh, and, and we want to hear from those people. Uh, do you have a lot of video footage at this time? I mean, is there a lot of footage available of this area? So we, the downtown core of St. Catharines does have uh, a closed-circuit uh, video surveillance system or, or camera system in place. Um, so that we do have some footage from that, um, and we're certainly reviewing it. Uh, you know, it's a fairly painstaking process to to go through because mm. it's you know we can we can pretty uh, easily identify the exact time, but in terms for investigative, you need to be able to look before and after, right? And and it's a bit of a painstaking process to go through that video and try to identify people and track where they went and 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 try and put those pieces. It's really a, it's a jigsaw puzzle, and we put those pieces together. So. Um, we do have some, and, and but we're, we absolutely we're looking for the public and, and businesses in the core to help us out with that. Um, uh, I, I know there's only so much you can get into, obviously, uh, at this point, Phil, with your investigation and stuff with with the media. Uh, do we know how many were involved in the initial dispute? Where you know, obviously there's six shot. Were they collateral damage? Were were some of them intended targets? Do you do you know any of that information at this point? Well. I've I think that that's part of the ongoing investigation. Uh, some of the challenges we have is, you know, the, the six people who were injured or suffered uh, injuries from gunshot wounds, so we have to find balance in, in, in getting information from them right. to further the investigation, but also uh, allowing them to receive the proper care and treatment that they need, right? So um, it's not always a case of that as soon as it happens, we can immediately talk to somebody. Yeah. You know, there's sometimes yeah. there's delays when people are, you know, getting uh, medical care. So uh, there's certainly some pieces that we need answered and the community needs answered, so we're, we're working through it and we want to talk to everybody we can. But boy, 150 people are certainly uh, upwards of 100 people there at the time. This could have been a lot worse. Abs- absolutely, it could. Um, it, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty distressing. We, we recognize that the community of St. Catharines, um, it's pretty shocking when you have, you know, six people injured in the yeah. busy downtown core. Um, so, yeah, we, we want to solve it. We want to hold people to account, and, but we're gonna, we need some help in doing that. Are you surprised with, you know, 100, 150, however many people watching, uh, more have not come forward? Is there a shortage of people coming forward at this point? Uh, in speaking to the detectives, I, I, would, I would say that you, you use the term shortage. I, I would probably say that that's fairly accurate, is that they, they, uh, they, they thought there'd be more people coming forward. Like, they, they, can, they can watch the video, they can see how many people were in the area, and, and the numbers of people coming forward just don't reflect that, that... You know, we've said it. You were there. If you were in front of Karma at 2:30 on, you know, in early morning hours uh, on Sunday, uh, we'd like to hear from you, right? You don't know what's on your phone. You could have been taking a picture of you and your friends, and yeah. you may have somebody in the background, right? The unintended, but that may be super valuable for us. Uh, any idea whether this is is gang related or targeted in any way? <laughs> Well, we, we've certainly heard that the term "gang-related" used in relation to this. That's not something that we've released. Right. Uh, you know, 
part of the investigation is, is to look at all different aspects. And if that's a piece, well, at this point, we, we don't have the identity of the people involved. So to be able to say that's gang-related is, is hard to do that without yeah. understanding who they are. Right. So uh, I think it'd be at this point, it'd be probably premature to suggest that it would be a gang-related situation. Uh, this must be pretty distressing for the town, for the service, uh, a, a, your uh, your peers and such, to have something like this happen. But I guess obviously crime knows no boundaries, no borders here. But this is this is disturbing, isn't it? It is, and you know we we had officers. I can tell you that when when this transpired, we had officers literally uh, at another call for service, probably less than a hundred meters away, when this transpired. Um, they the officers heard it happen, and it was in, unfortunately it was in the downtown core, mm-hmm. and you can imagine how um, things echo and the sound moves yeah. around. Uh, officers literally with less than 100 meters away when this transpired, and um, it, things just echoed, and we, we weren't able to weren't able to get there and and catch the people. So absolutely, like no one. This is, you know, we, we want to serve our community, we want to protect it, and these it's obviously a concerning thing. I mean that that people see fit to do this in the downtown core where literally people go every weekend and there's hundreds and, you know, sometimes thousands of people down there. So obviously, and it wasn't the Grape and Wine Festival this weekend? Yeah, so the grape, this is Grape, grape and Wine Festival kicked off this weekend. Yeah. I mean, so that does put more people into the core at times, but at this point the investigation hasn't, uh, in speaking to the, I asked this very pointed question to the detective last night, and he said, I've got nothing that suggests that, Somehow this is linked to grape and wine, so yeah, yeah. That the investigation doesn't have that right now. Uh, so what advice, what's the message now that you're sending out to people uh, in St. Catharines in regarding all of this? Well, I, I think we, we want to solve this, and we want, we want to have the community rest a little easy about it. So I think first part is if you know something, say something. And, you know, this isn't, these incidents often don't happen in a vacuum, and there's people who know and people who commit crimes and talk about them. So if, if somebody has information, you know, they can contact us, the detectives, on, on our website. The information's there. If they, uh, they can also contact Crime Stoppers and, and report information anonymously. So if they do that, uh, that, that can help solve this investigation. Uh, but the downtown core, I mean, this is a troubling situation, and, and I think we all recognize that, and we want it solved. But um, generally, the, the downtown core is, 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 a, a, is a safe place. I mean, yeah. this is a an incident that we want to solve and, and, and put to rest. How much, is, how much are guns an issue in St. Catharines for you? Well, I, I mean, it, it, it's, St. Catharines has experienced gun violence. Lots of places in Canada has experienced gun violence. Yeah. I, I don't know that we're any more or less than another community. I, I don't have those stats in front of me, uh, but I can tell you that you know situations like this, we bring the full. There's there's a lot of resources for the Niagara Regional Police have brought to bear on this situation, uh, and we want to solve it. It's it's not acceptable, and we won't accept it that people will do this in the community, and 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 we're going to try and solve this. Any reason to believe that uh, these suspects are uh, or are in the community? Are they from another community and came here? Any ideas there? I, I don't know that, and I think that's certainly a piece that, um, you know, when we are able to establish identity, um, we'll obviously know, we'll know the answer to that question. Um, but it, it, at this point, it would be premature to, to, you know, suggest otherwise. Uh, what about this club where this uh, occurred nearby? Uh, history of, of incidents at all? 
I'm sorry, you, you, Scott, you broke up at the beginning of your question. I didn't quite hear you. I'm uh, sorry. The club that this was near, uh, the facility this was near, uh, where all this happened, is it had a history of of um, of crime, not certainly like this, but other issues in the past. I don't know that answer. I, I know that I know. You know, we we do have at time disturbances downtown uh, in the bar district. You sure. know that happens. Uh, I I wouldn't. I don't have the information to speak to specifically to that facility, though. All right. So if people have information or perhaps uh, information on their phone or images or whatever, Crime Stoppers or call Niagara Regional Police, I'm guessing. Absolutely, Scott. We, we, we want to hear from people. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.